Well, hello there, listeners. It's Susie New here, President of the Australian Society of Anaesthetists. And welcome to our podcast. It's called Australian Anesthesia, and it's where we talk about all things relevant to anesthesia in Australia. In this episode, I want to introduce to you one of our newest staff members, Rianne Foster, who's come on board as our events and membership coordinator. Rianne is a tour de force, and there's a good chance if you've come to any of our events that you have met her already. In this episode, we're not just talking about events, we're talking about a lot of the incredible work that she has done in pooling all of our educational resources together. As always, we're keen for your ideas and for your contributions, and I'll give you more details about how to do that at the end of the episode. Okay, hope you enjoy listening. Thank you. Thanks for giving up some time this morning and having a chat with me. Thanks so much for having me. I thought it would be a good opportunity to give ASA members a little bit of a behind-the-scenes look at what goes on inside the office of the ASA and also welcome you. I can't say you're our newest staff member anymore. No, I've been here seven months now. So it'd be good to hear how you found your first seven months at the ASA. And also you play an incredibly important role in terms of coordinating our events. So it might be nice to hear about what events are coming up. But let's go back to the start. So before you came to the ASA, where were you working or what were you doing? What's your background? I've been working for 25 years now in medical education, in events as well. Don't look old enough, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So I started in veterinary science. For 14 years, I was in veterinary science at Sydney Uni, uh, doing their education and events. And then I transitioned over into anaesthetics. And so I've been with the college. I was there for just over nine years. And then took a foray for 11 months out of any medical industry whatsoever. Realised how much I loved anaesthetics and the medical profession. So, yeah, I was lucky enough to take up a 12-month contract position with the ASA. And I have absolutely loved it. Well, we are so lucky. We've loved having you on board as well. How's the first seven months been with the ASA? You know, with being across medical education for so long, to come into an organisation that has just welcomed me with open arms, to be able to work with people like Bidavillianis, the education officer, has been, for me, a dream because I worked with her at the college. It's been like family, truly. To come in here and be able to design, develop, make new initiatives, new events, new education has just literally been a dream job, truly has. Oh, wonderful. So you have done a lot and we'll talk about some of the initiatives that you've been behind in a bit. But what have been some of your favourite events that you've been putting on in the first seven months? Probably one of the favourite ones and we're doing them quite often is the Vibers. One of the main aspects that we have changed has been working with the trainees, working with Vida and all the different examiners and being able to support the trainee members. To be able to connect with them on a whole new medium I mean, 12 months ago, all of us learned the wonderful world of online learning and online Zoom and all that type of stuff. To be able to incorporate that into something completely new, we're getting 70 people a night at these Vivas. And to be able to have that real connection with them of love, that's truly been one of the highlights. I suppose one of the other ones would be the My Health Record we did the other week with the Digital Health Network getting together with so many people and seeing how passionate all the fellows in the industry was great to see. 
Yeah, there was some good chat on that discussion, wasn't there? If people want to catch up with that one, where can they find it? So we've got the ASA Ed website. So we've got a resource under there for webinar library. So you'll find all of the webinars that we've had over the last eight months can all be found there. And that's one of your big initiatives, isn't it? Do you want to tell us a bit more about that one? One thing that I found when I came into the ASA was the wealth of knowledge and resources that was here to be able to bring it all together in one site, to have enough resources to cover all the different members, categories that we have for fellows, for new fellows, trainees, PMET, everyone. So there's something on there for everyone. And we've brought it all together in one hub. Great. And I'm so impressed with the work you've done in building that page. I'll put a link to it in the episode notes so people can find it easily. But again, great resources for everybody. Lots of videos, lots of talks. I think my podcast is on there. So what are some of the events coming up in the future that you're looking forward to hosting? We're about to launch another six months worth of Vivas. I think they're coming next month. We've got a list of about 18 Vivas that will see us through to the next set of exams. We've got more PMET resources that hopefully we'll put together, some networking events for PMET, uh, new fellow resources coming on that we're looking at developing and, and growing that into not just having the part threes, but having a wealth of further content going up on the website, as well as virtual networking events, more webinars, managed care. We've got more webinars coming up on that, obviously such an important topic. We've got so much coming and it's growing in leaps and bounds and it's wonderful to see. And we're getting contacted by different members who have got other ideas. So, you know, I definitely encourage that, that if people have anything that they want up on there and they've found different avenues that they'd be able to support as well, we'd encourage that as well. That's a really great suggestion and I love hearing ideas. So if members have ideas, anything, any educational resources that they want to share or they want us to help develop further, then definitely Rianne is likely the person that they're going to be speaking with. I just want to clarify, PMEDs are the pre-vocational medical education trainees, so people who are trying to get on the program or interested in a career in anesthesia. We've also now got a host of resources. We have also done some work with the 4D, so the directors of departments. That will become an annual event, and we're also going to incorporate that into the NSC. So with the 4Ds, with the Vivas, they're going to do Vivas at the NSC as well. There will be many things happening on the NSC that we will carry forward and develop further because there's also NSC on the ASA Ed as well. So the NSC presentations will end up on the ASA Ed website and the 4D event stands for the Directors of Departments Development Day and it's our way of supporting leadership in anaesthesia in Australia. And that's open for directors, deputy directors, whether you're in public or in private. It is something I am passionate about, which is fostering leadership and inclusion and diversity in leadership. I thought the recent PMET event went really well. I thought it was fantastic. And the feedback coming through from surveys, from emails and everything, they absolutely loved it. So I think developing that into networking would also be great. And to even bring on trainees who have actually just gone through it. We want new people. We want people who have just gotten onto the training scheme that can give us some tips and suggestions to those people who are trying to get on because it's you, the new trainees, that we need to then bring on the next lot. That's exactly right. So for those who missed at the PMED event, we had a medical education expert giving us a talk on how to ace the interview. 
And then we had a panel discussion with trainees who had just gotten on the program from all the states and territories of Australia, giving tips about what they did in order to get onto the program. Maybe this is an event where we'll repeat again next year. Who knows? And we can also find the recording from that session also on the PMET resources. So Lynn's presentation is also up there for everyone to have a look at. That's great for members to have to look at. You have to be an ASA member to log on to the ASA Ed website. Isn't that right? Absolutely. And I'm impressed. You obviously have been working with Vida because you say her name as quickly as she says it. Uh, Vida Billionis. Great. So I haven't been to Aviva. So is she and Kaylee Jordan is the other person who's been involved. Do they do practice Vivas with one person and everyone watches? Yeah. So what we do is we ask for volunteers beforehand. We'll get a couple of people putting their hand up to actually do the Vivas. We bring everyone into the room. Everyone's camera's on. There's no judgment. Anyone can have a chat at the beginning. And then what we'll do is we'll share a screen and the Bible will be up there. So everyone can do it at the same time. And then there'll be Peter, Kaylee, or another examiner that we've been bringing in. We'll actually do the Viva live on the screen. We'll do two or three. And once we've done the three of them, then we will go back and literally pull it apart. Everyone has found they are so rewarding. And then at the end of that, Vita will actually edit the videos and then we'll upload them onto the website with the approval from those who are actually doing the Vibers. So not only do we do them live, but those people who can't attend, they are actually also up online. Wow. And kudos to the people who are putting their hand up to be Vibered online in front of their peers. Do we have a system for reviewing the Vibers? And this is an archiving question. We actually do, I learned, have an archiving policy at the ASA. Well, I don't think at the moment we need to because it will be a very long-term thing before these need to be redone. But I also have said to Kaylee and Vita, and it takes them days to write one of these Vibers. That's where I want to resource for two or three years down the track. Then we rehash. So we put those vibes offline. It'll be a new cohort. It's time to refresh and do some more. And I assume we're getting great feedback from the people, the trainees who are going through the vibes. Absolutely. The fact that I know most of them on first name basis now just is a testament to see how much they're coming on. I mean, as I say to them, I can't do what you do. I sit through the vivas and I have absolutely no idea what is being said. But if I can support the trainees to get where they need to be, then yeah, it's wonderful. Wonderful experience for everyone. Are we doing primary exam vivas as well as final yes. exam vivas? We, we do yeah. both. And we also have just started doing the IMG vivas as well. So we've got a small contingent of IMG members. That's international medical graduates. Yes. So we have opened up for both members and non-members for these Vibers, something we've only just started because we saw the need. The non-members can only actually come to the Viber. They can't actually get access to anything else. So they'll just come to that night. Yeah. There you go. So if you're an international medical graduate and you're a non-member, you can still come to the Viber. But if you want to access the recordings, then you need to be a member. Yes. Seems fair enough. So we've done the Vivas, we talked about the PMED event. What are we doing for new fellows? Yeah, we've got a, quite a number of resources online so far. So we've got RVG tutorials, part three conversations, which include billing, informed consent, professional relationships. Michelle Horn, the Victorian chair, has put a lot of work into the resources there. So moving forward... We have the part threes that we have towards the end of the year, but we want to start developing more content and more resources for the new fellows. 
when a new fellow comes on, rather than waiting till the end of the year till they can actually get further information, we want to start doing a networking for for the first couple of years. Agreed. Michelle Horn has done a fantastic job with putting those resources up on the website. And we're always looking for more, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. I did a podcast with Emily Monday, who was our trainee member group national chair last year. I did one on the CPD program for fellows. And someone randomly came up to me and said, hey, I listened to your podcast the other day. It was really good. It helped me figure out the CPD program, saved me a lot of time. That was really useful. Yeah, And that can be felt like we've got a podcast list for new fellows at the bottom of all the videos on the New Fellows website. So I have listed the podcast number as well as the title and the links to go to the podcast page. Oh, you're great. Thanks, Rianne. ASA Ed is just such a wealth of information. And, and look, it's just growing. Like it's so brand new that as things happen and as people tell us more stuff, we can just grow it, really. Absolutely. You're doing a great job of Thank curating, you. developing, creating, adding all the information. You're just a, the brain behind it. It's been wonderful. That answers a question that I had, which is how do we reach people when they're new fellows? Because there's a few transitions to make, like the CPD program changing. And where do people find that information? And how do we let people know about it? Because we can't email all trainees, we can't email all members to just let the new fellows know, hey, there are these resources. But they can certainly look for the resources on the ASA Ed website. Yeah, absolutely. There's so so much content that we've got going up there all the time. And I mean, I try to keep it fresh and keep it moving along. But yeah, it's more going to be, you tell us what you want. We can only, you know, we can only think of what we know and what we've been told. But if there's stuff that we're missing on there, that in those 12 months or 18 months after you uh, step into the clinician's shoes, tell us what we're missing. Great. Judging by all the questions that I get from people, there's probably a lot more room for some RVG education. I have been mentioning it behind the scenes, so hopefully that is something that will be coming through. Yeah. Have to, yeah. Apart from events, what else? If you could do anything in your role or not in your role, and just take over the world with Rianne Foster goodness, what would that look like? Oh, that's a question and a half. I always ask one, I think. <laughs> I suppose just to, to evolve more. I mean, this is where we've come in seven months. The world is really our oyster to create more, to support more, to be able to give members and everyone just what they need. I think that would be obviously, more face-to-face. We've missed that over the last 12 months. We've missed that human connection. Absolutely, that the virtual world has taken over. But I still think we need that one-on-one connection with other people. Otherwise, you know, those incidental chats are never going to happen. This is just my thing. Going to the NSC for me will probably be one of the best experiences because I get to see everyone again. I'm a people person. I want to get out there and and most of the members who know me know, I want to hug everyone. That's just me. So, you know, I, I, want, it, I want some of that connection back. So, yeah. And, and to bring also the industry in, as in the sponsors and things like that, that was the one main thing that I did at the college. Uh, so to be able to bring the industry side more involved, I guess with the ASA, can I say that? Yeah, so more connections that way and purely in education, nothing more, just to be able to make that bridge and make that gap and to share more about what the ASA does. Before I came here, all I heard was 
oh, yeah, they did advocacy and I knew they did the NSC. I really, even with the length of time that I've been in the industry, I truly didn't understand what the ASA did until I came in here and had no idea they supported the membership and the industry in the way that we do. I had no idea. Hopefully we're getting better at getting our message out there. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a big supporter and a big advocate, so I'll sprout that to the top of the towels. Well, I'm looking forward to hopefully, hopefully, hopefully seeing you at the NSC. Oh, absolutely. And hopefully seeing many more people. We'll just cross our fingers. You know, this is a crazy time. Uh, we can only plan as much as we can plan, but hopefully I'll see you face to face soon. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you. Thanks for your time today. It's been great as always. Great chatting with you. We always have great ideas when we're chatting. And thank you for all your support, literally. that It's been, you know, a virtual world and not having met most of the people that I'm working with in all the different committees. It's wonderful that you can still have these connections. I've loved it. Oh, well, thank you for connecting and thank you for all like incredible hard work that you have done. It's really just, I think, catapulted the ASA along during this weird, weird time. It's just been great timing and absolutely great to have you on board. Thank I hope you stay with us for a long so time. So do I. <laughs> well, it's always a lot of fun chatting with Rianne. I hope you enjoyed listening to that episode as much as I did having that conversation with her. She is such a dynamic person. It's always great. We bounce so many ideas off each other. As she mentioned, we are always keen for your ideas and also for people to get involved. So if you do have any ideas, any questions, any thoughts that you had in terms of how we may be able to serve you better in providing some educational resources, then please do get in contact with us. So the best way to do that is to contact Rianne and that would be to go through the events at asa.org.au email, which is again events at asa.org.au. You might have heard a few times in there that we made the distinction between content that is available for members as well as for the general public. So this podcast is an example. If you are listening through your podcast platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, Spotify, etc., then thank you. Thanks for finding this podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want to keep receiving this podcast, then I suggest you subscribe or follow. And of course, you feel free to share it as well. But there will be some episodes of these podcasts, like there is some of our other educational content, which is available for members only. And that will include some of our live events. For example, the International Medical Graduate Vivas, as well as the recent PMET event for the pre-vocational medical education trainees. Only part of those webinars were recorded and saved on the ASA website. The rest of the event, for example, the tips and tricks on how to get onto an anaesthetic training program, that was not recorded. You had to be there for the live event and to be there, you have to be an ASA member. So if you're keen to join, I fully support you in that. I think it's a great idea. I'll put a link as to how you can join the ASA in the episode notes. And as I mentioned, I'll also put a link to the ASA education website, as well as the ASA events website in the show notes. If you happen to be looking for these pages on the ASA website, which is asa.org.au, then you can find them under the Educate tab. Just look for the first option, which is ASA Ed Learning Resources. That's where you'll find all the videos and podcasts and so forth. And also look for the option called Events List, and that will take you to all the upcoming events. And whoa, there are heaps of them. 
Okay. Hope you enjoyed listening. Hope I see you at an ASA event coming up soon. Hope I see you at the NSC, that's the National Scientific Congress in July in Brisbane. And until then, stay safe out there. This podcast was produced by the Australian Society of Anesthetists. More podcasts can be found on the ASA website, asa.org.au. Music was La Toile Dance by Maidan, which can be found on the free music archive website. We hope you enjoyed listening. <laughs>